Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard. And as always, I want to say thank you for clicking on this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoy. And also, what type of mood are you in right now? Obviously, I know that you can't actually respond to me, but what type of Tuesday is it? Is it a sleepy Tuesday? Are you feeling good this Tuesday? Maybe you're a little bit stressed. I don't know. Well, however you're feeling, I hope that either your day gets better or if it's already doing well, that it continues to go well. So, yeah. Anyways, for the content of today's episode, I... I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do for this week's episode, and then something hit me. A little bit of, I guess, insider background knowledge. All my podcast episode ideas, they always hit me right before I'm about to fall asleep. I don't know what it is. I think, like, when I lie down to go to sleep, I know that some people, maybe you're like this, you just lie down, your head hits the pillow, and, like, you're out. You're out like a light. Whereas me, it actually takes me like a hot second to fall asleep at night. So in my head, I'm thinking about random stuff. I'm thinking about like what I did today, what I need to do the next day. And then also I just get creative at night. I don't know. Something just hits me. So last night I was laying in bed and I was like, obviously it's not Tuesday, the day that you're listening to this. I film my episodes a little bit in advance. I guess record, not film. But you you get my point, right? And I had a flashback to this random personality psychology test that um, I think I was exposed to it my senior year when I was in AP psychology class. And I texted my one friend, her name's Sophia, and I was like, hey girly, do you remember what this test was called? I remember talking with you, to you, about this test quiz thing on a run, like... And she's like, Elena, that's not real psychology. And I was like, well, yeah, it's not real psychology. This test that I'm about to give y'all or walk you through, I would say it more fits in like the BuzzFeed category of a quiz. You know, it doesn't really make any sense. And there's no logic or science behind it. It's just one of those like fun, quirky things to do, you know. And she couldn't remember the name of it. So I hit Google. And through my Googling, I found an article, and and this article called the test I'm talking about a walk in the woods test. It's a relational, quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, psychology test. And basically, I'm going to walk you through a scenario, and I want you just to answer my prompts, you know? Maybe if you want, write it down, pen on paper, I don't know. Because at the end, after I finish the story or like the test, whatever, I'm going to tell you how this made-up test, keep in mind, this is really more like a BuzzFeed test, you know? It's not legit. I repeat, not legit, not backed by science, none of that jazz. And based off of your answers, it will tell you something about yourself or just an assumption, I guess. I don't know. It's for you to decide if it's true or not. So let's get started with the A Walk in the Woods Relational Psychology Test. Remember, that's psychology with air quotes. Maybe I should just call this the Walk in the Woods BuzzFeed Quiz. I think that's more fitting. To get started, 
First, let's put on our listening ears. Let's clear our heads. Maybe try and relax a little bit, right? Let's let's really just jump right into this walk in the woods relational BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sticking with the BuzzFeed thing because this is not legit. This is all for toots and giggles, okay? So I want you to imagine that you are walking in the woods. All right, you're walking in the woods. Perhaps it's a little bit humid. You see, you're just surrounded by trees. You can't see a single car, another person, any signs of like modern life around you, right? You're hearing the twigs and sticks snap beneath your feet, right? Okay, do we feel like we're walking in the woods? Yeah? Okay. So my first question to you is, you're walking in these nice woods, right? You know, who are you walking with? You get to pick one person, okay? You're walking with one person. Who is the person that you're walking with? Do you have someone in mind that you are walking with in these woods? Okay, perfect. So now hold on to that thought and let's keep going, all right? So you continue walking in the woods down wherever the woods lead, a little path, you know, and you come across an animal. So I want to ask you, what type of animal is it? It can be anything. You're in the woods. Whatever animal pops into your mind, keep, keep that, okay? Just write it down, make a note of it, whatever, right? And you move a little bit closer to this animal, and it does something to react to you. What type of reaction is it? Is the animal scurrying away in fear? Is it growling at you? Is it coming up to you with curiosity? Whatever action, remember it, okay? So what does that animal do in response to you kind of looking at it, moving slightly closer, okay? All right, so moving on past that animal, right? Do-do-do, strolling along, walking, walking through the woods, right? And now you come across a house or some type of building. I don't want to influence your decision too much is maybe it's a cabin, house, mansion, little shack. You know, you're walking in the woods. What type of building, like structure type thing do you come across? Okay. And you know, you walk up to it and I want to ask you, is this house, building, cabin, mansion, whatever, shack, is it surrounded by anything? Is there a fence? Is it just in a wide open clearing? You know, what's the dealio, okay? So you have this, do you have a, you know, structure pictured in front of you? And like, is there a fence? Or is it really open? Okay, keep those in mind. And now you decide, all right, I'm going to go inside. I'm feeling adventurous, okay? I want to go inside. So you go into your house, cabin, mansion, you know, you get the deal, whatever structure you chose. And inside, there is a table. What is on the table? It looks kind of like a dining room table, okay? You know, it could be fancy, it could be run down. It could look like it's right out of like a Ma Pa storybook type of thing. You know, what type of table is it? What's on the table? Is there food, water, drinks, or is it kind of empty? Is there just like little dust bunnies and like ants and spiders and crap running around, you know? What does this table look like? Is there a beautiful feast? picked right out of a storybook, or is it empty? 
Or maybe there's like a few things. Maybe there's like a little bit of fruit on that table. Maybe a glass of water, a bowl of porridge. Who knows, okay? So what is that table like, okay? Keep that in mind. Now that you've looked inside the house and you saw that table, right? You decide, all right, I'm gonna go out back, okay? You walk outside, like through the house structure, whatever you're in, and you find a cup in the garden, right? What type of cup is it? What is that cup made of? What do you do with the cup? All right, so think about that. Is it a tiny, porcelain, dainty, beautiful teacup? Or is it kind of like like um like a soup can, like a rusted soup can with, you know, or maybe it's like an artsy fartsy little mason jar, you know, or maybe it's like a chalice. Who knows, right? Use your imagination, okay? Get crafty. Get imaginative, okay? What is this cup and what do you do with it? Oh, and what is it made of? All right? So, now we are going to move past the cup, all right? And You walk to the end of the garden and you find yourself at a body of water. What kind of body of water is it? Is it a lake? Is it a river? Is it a pond? You know, what what it, what type of water is this? Maybe it's fresh water, salt water, you know, whatever, you name it, okay? Well, actually, I guess it can't be salt water unless you came across an ocean. So I take that last part back. I guess that's a little silly. Okay, anyways, now you must cross this body of water in order to get back to your home, okay? So when crossing this body of water, how how much water do you get on you? Like, are you getting soaked? Like, do you fall into the river? Do you just swim across? Or maybe there's like a cute little bridge or like stepping stones so you don't get wet. Or maybe you just get a little bit wet, you know? So how soaked in water or not soaked, you know, maybe you stay completely dry, do you get when crossing whatever body of water? Perhaps you hop in a little rowboat and just, you know, paddle your way across. I don't know. That's up to you. So yeah, and now that you have gotten, you know, through the body of water, you've reached the end of the story or the end of the test, okay? So, I hope you have all of your answers, and now I'm going to read the interpretations of what your answers mean. And just for reference, you know, so I can cite my sources, be all reliable, I'm reading the interpretations off of a website called higherperspectives.com walk in the woods test. So if you just Google this, you can find the article I was looking at. It's like purple themed, yeah. All right, so let's get into the interpretations. Do you remember what the first question in this story I asked you was? And if you don't, that's perfectly fine. I have a really bad memory too. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you what I ate for breakfast, okay? But the first question that I asked you was, who were you walking with in the woods? And the interpretation of your answer is that the person you are walking with is the most important person in your life, according to the website. So don't shoot the messenger. If that's not true, you know, just bear with me. I'm just reading responses off of a um, website. Okay, so the next thing I asked you was you come across an animal. Okay, what animal was it, right? And... 
The interpretation of your answer is that the size of the animal you come across is a representation of the size of your problems. So this is saying that let's say you chose a squirrel. I guess you don't really have that big of problems because a squirrel be tiny, right? But let's say you saw a giant grizzly black bear. Oh, I'm so sorry. Looks like you're going through some shit. Um, <laughs> I guess your problems are much bigger then. I don't know. I think this could be a little inaccurate because honestly, we all have problems, right? Right. Okay. And then I also asked, uh, what was the action of the animal? So if the animal was like more severe or more like agitated, it means that maybe you tend to be more aggressive. And then if the animal was peaceful, then it means that perhaps you're more passive or just like more chill. What do we think so far, right? And then I told you to, you know, continue walking, continue strolling through the woods, and you see a house, like a structure. So the size of whatever you saw, so maybe it was a mansion, maybe it was like a tiny little shack, a cabin, right? The size of this home is a representation of the size of your ambition. So let's say if you imagined a really big house or really big mansion, then according to this interpretation, it's saying that you have a lot of ambition. So I don't know. What do you think of this? Is it accurate? Um, yeah. And then I asked you if there was a fence around the home or if it was just more open. And it says that if there was no fence around the home, it means that you tend to be a more open, maybe less less closed off person, which this I do have a bone to pick with because I think this is more drawing on your experiences. So maybe when you're thinking about this test and this scenario in your childhood home that you grew up in or wherever you grew up, if you had a fence, you might just say, oh yeah, there's a fence because you're already used to having a fence even if you are a open person. Because this is saying if they, if you do have a fence, it means that you're a more closed off, reserved person. So I don't know. I think this one's more just like testing your own personal experiences. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? And then we went inside and I told you there was a table, right? And I asked you to describe what was on the table, what was there. So if what you saw on the table was not food, flowers, you know, just positive connotations of a table, this indicates that there might be some unhappiness in your life. Once again, according to this interpretation, you can go look at this website yourself. And then after, you know, you looked at your table, right? You went outside to the garden in the back and you found a cup. So how durable the cup you found is a representation of how strong your relationship is with the person that you were walking with in the first part of the story. Maybe if you found like a sturdy golden chalice, it means that you and that person you were walking with, y'all are solid. So that's, that's that. And then the next part is 
Okay, so this is like getting a little saucy, all right? So the size of, okay, wait, I asked you uh, if you saw a body of water in the back. The size of the body of water is related to the size of your sexual drive. So take that, take that how it is, right? And I asked you, you have to like cross this body of water in order to get home. So it says that if you became very wet, like you, let's say, got drenched, maybe you had to actually swim across, it indicates that sex is very important to you. And if you are not very wet, it means that it is less important. So maybe like if you crossed a bridge and you didn't have to like go in the water at all, it's saying that sex is not as important in your life to you. Which this too, I, <laughs> I'm questioning how bodies of water relate to like sex and like how important it is. Once again, I think this whole test is a, is baloney. Like there's no actual science behind it, but I do think it's fun, right? And so now that you've heard the test and you've gotten your interpretations back and you can like, you know, judge it based off of the answers you gave to what I asked you, what do you think of this test? Is it accurate? You know, are some parts of this test correct? Personally, when I first heard this and I answered them, you know, and like got the interpretations back, I thought that some of the things matched up and some of them didn't. Like, for example, the person that I was walking with in the woods, obviously I'm going to pick someone that I really like to be walking with me on a trip, right? You're not going to go and pick like your worst enemy or like your stressful teacher or boss. You know what I mean? So I feel like that one should be accurate for most people. So overall, what did you think of this? Let me know. And that will be it for this week's podcast episode. Once again, this is a little bit different. It's kind of just like a fun little quiz. I guess it's more entertainment. Anyways, I hope that you have a dazzling rest of your week, and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye!